Hetzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. I know you're out there. I hear your 8.06 this Monday morning. You're listening to This Morning with Stacy and Daryl. And Daryl is away for the next couple of weeks. He's enjoying some family time, some downtime on Vancouver Island. And he and uh, the dogs made it there safely and his wife, of course. <laughs> But all of his social media, of course, focuses around his two beloved dogs, and they are safe and sound. They had some pretty dicey moments on uh, Highway 16, just uh, west of the city, on uh, on Saturday morning. Some lots of black ice, but that comes with holiday traveling. But he is there, safe and sound, and uh, we wish him a great holiday season. What is? Oh, so we have a baby in the studio. I'm so happy to <laughs> to have a, a little bit of youngsterness in uh, in the Ched Studios today. But what I love about Christmas is hearing about what other people do, what other traditions there are, and and how they celebrate around the world. I heard um, uh, a friend of mine's daughter was doing a project on traditions in other parts of the world, and this was Spain. Apparently, at at midnight on New Year's Eve, you're supposed to eat 12 grapes for every dong, I guess, of the bell, and each grape that you eat, you have to make a wish, which I thought was a really cool, lovely tradition that I I may try. I may coat the, the, the grapes in chocolate before I eat them all, but um, but I thought that that was a really neat one. So we're talking about uh, other people's traditions, other countries' traditions. We're also going to focus on a local baker who is vying for the greatest baker award, and we're going to tell you how you can support her. Her name is Ingrid Satori. She is the owner of Sartes Sweets in Devon, Alberta. Good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And you brought your husband, yes, uh, and my Azar and Elena. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Oh, so somebody's got the hiccups. You got the hiccups. How old is she? One year. She's she one. Just turned one year. Oh, she is so super sweet. So, uh, I know that you want to grab that microphone, but uh, oh, oh, there it is. A new experience for her. A new plaything. All right, uh, Ingrid. Let's talk a little bit about your story. How did you mm-hmm. end up in Devon from San Paulo? Oh, yeah. So I first met my husband in Rio, um, in 2018. And then we started a long-distance relationship, and then we got married, and then I moved to Canada. And then first I was living in Edmonton, and then um, we, we had kids, and then we, we went to move uh, for a small city, and then we, we chose to live in Devon. That's a bit of a culture shift, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> what are the biggest differences that stand out to you? Um, uh, in Canada, like the weather is very different from from Brazil. Yeah. yeah, and the city that I was living in Brazil was bigger than here. So like he even moving to Edmont was feeling like moving to a countryside like city. Yeah, yeah, because our city back home it was a big, a bit bigger than here. It's probably uh, the same population as our entire province. Probably, <laughs> yeah. It, it, so how did you start baking? Uh, in 2011, um, I started baking back home because, you know, I was just making cakes and sweets for families and friends. And they're like, oh, your your stuff is so good. Like, you shouldn't like, make money or like you sell to other po- uh, people. And then I started baking uh, in 2011 back home. And then I went to school, like for for college. Then I became a teacher, but I still I still keep like it like a side business. So I have the bakery uh, even back home. Um, but it was like a side business um, bakery. And so you decided when you came to Canada to to expand on the business, right? 
Yeah, no. Actually, I came here before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, oh. yeah. So, and, and I was pregnant. Then, you know, like I, I didn't know anyone here, like no friends or no family. And then the only thing I was doing at home in the pandemic was baking all the time. But I just have him <laughs> at home. <laughs> so, I don't need to say that he go on some weight, right? <laughs> so, Zara, you got time. to eat all of the stuff <laughs> that she was uh, spending her time making, hey? Oh, my God. I, I got to be part of the, uh, the whole testing process and it's a tough and job but somebody's got to do it it's a very tough job you know and and being at home during the pandemic i, I got to gain a few pounds and, and we all uh, did my friend we all did yeah. <laughs> you're not alone you're not alone yeah. um so these you do a lot of traditional brazilian mm -hmm. treats tell us about what you brought in and what these what these are oh yeah so i got some brigadeiros for you uh, so we have the traditional one can you say and that again Brigadeiro. Brigadeiro, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got you the traditional one that's very popular in Brazil. Every party we, uh, we have those. Um, wedding, birthdays, like any any, uh, any moment that we're together, we are having those um, at home. Everyone knows how to make it, like all Brazilians. So it's like, you know, um, like an auntie, you make those and everyone sits and roll the brigadeiros before the party. So it's like a family moment. So what's in them? Uh, condensed milk, milk, um, um, uh, chocolate, it can be cocoa powder or cho chocolate chips, mm -hmm. like those, and sprinkles, chocolate sprinkles. They're um, simple, like yeah. few ingredients, but they're pretty really tricky to make, like if you lose the, um, the texture, you know, they get so too hard or too soft. So, so you need a thermometer? Do you need? Nah, you know. Or you just need to. You have to have practice. Yeah, you need to see like where is the right point, like when they are good to go. Like by eye, <laughs> it's hard to explain. <laughs> and then you sort of adapted the brigadero into uh, other mm -hmm. forms that maybe are less traditional. Can you tell us about that? Oh yeah. So you have other flavors like brigadero. The you can do whatever flavor you feel like. So like you have two lovers, coconut, churros uh, that make, uh, have those delayed. And also we use the same base for our cakes. So you make like filling or icing. You can, it's very, uh, say, flexible. Like mm -hmm. you can, yeah. can do um, a lot of, a lot of um, I'll say other pastries with the same base, like the filling or the, mm -hmm. the, the truffles. Um, tell us about what Christmas looks like in Brazil. Um, it's so good. <laughs> it really, like we have like a, I have a big family, so we are always like on the twenty fourth, the day, uh, the, the the night before, we do like a big like dinner. Mm -hmm. So we have like a table with like savory food, other table with fruits, other table with desserts, like a lot of different desserts. Oh, it revolves around food. Yes, it's all about food. <laughs> So, you know, you have like he gifts on under the, the, the tree and then uh, we have like, a, I don't know how to say here, like secret Santa, secret, mm -hmm. like when we exchange gifts. Yep. Uh, so like he, everyone's make fun of each other, like he jokes, like he, like laughing, it looks, at least in my family is very like noisy, <laughs> it's very loud. <laughs> yeah. Did you, when you came here, did you find that you had to adapt a lot of your culture to a Canadian audience, especially, you know, when you're, when you're making food and they're not so familiar with, mm -hmm. with the, with the type of, 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 of baking that you were offering? Yeah. So for me, it was different, a bit hard in the beginning when you start the business, because like in, almost no one knew what Brigadeiro were and I didn't know mm -hmm. anyone too. So our first clients was the Brazilian community. They were like very... Um, uh, supportive um, with us and then we started having like a, 
I would say gringos because we call like people outside Brazil gringos. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'd be a gringo. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I need to adapt because even for my taste, the original recipe of brigadeiro is very sweet, and I feel like you know gringos they don't like very very sweet like treats. So I need to adapt like on the sugar, like make it less um, sweet, like not too sweet. And you know, I I started making cookies because I know here is like a it's a big thing too. And cookies aren't a big thing in Brazil. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not like that. And then our cookies, we use the same filling. You use it inside the cook. So our cooks they have filling, and the filling is brigadeiro. Ah, all right, okay. Yeah. Uh, you can stick around. I know, I know, Elena. She's sort of got ants in her pants, but she's being such a good girl. You're such a good girl. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna take a bit of a break, and I know you're up for uh, the greatest baker contest, and we want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that and how people can support. You. We're okay. going to be back in two minutes. Okay. This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 6:30 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24/7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. You're listening to This Morning on 6.30 Ched. We've been speaking with Ingrid Santori. She is the owner of Sartiz Sweets in Devon. Uh, from Originally from Brazil and now living in, uh, you know, small town Alberta. And we were talking earlier about traditions. And I was telling the story about what I heard about what, what they do in Spain. And you have some New Year's Eve traditions. It's, uh, they focus around seven. Tell us about some of the things yeah. that they do in Brazil on New Year's Eve. Yeah, they like if you live by the beach, you know, like you need to jump seven waves <laughs> at the beach and like you eat seven grapes and have like lentils and they have some traditional with the underwear like color too. So if you wear uh, red underwear, you're going to find love in the next year. Or if you wear uh, yellow, you're going to have, have money like you have a, <laughs> a All right. colorful tradition. Suddenly there's a rush on yellow underwear. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in Edmonton. Yeah. Let's talk about this greatest baker contest. What is it? Yeah, so the, it's a contest where they want to to find a, like a, a greatest baker, mm-hmm. and he, we can have a chance to meet with the Bud Velastro, like the Carlos. You know the big baker, the big cake. Oh, from boss uh, cake. from uh, boss cake, the yes. guy, the cake, cake boss. boss. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Buddy Velastro. Velastro. Yeah. 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 And you can meet him? That's yes. that's one of the prizes? That's the prize. You can meet him in person. Um, and $10,000 too. That's like, it's good to start a front shop like we were looking for. <laughs> because because right now, where do you bake? Do you bake at home? At or home. Is yeah, it's basically home-based? Home yeah. And you yeah. want, what? what's your dream? Uh, I want to open a front shop uh, in Edmonton. And, you know, like, he, because I'm a mom and I know how hard it is to be inside, like, a business, I want to hire to work with me like other moms too, like other immigrant moms. So I think that's my biggest dream. <laughs> oh, I love that dream. Uh, how can people support you? How, how does it work? Uh, so um, they give you a link and then you need to go and vote for me. And, like, it's free and can vote every 24 hours. 
and they will do like a, they will cut every week they cut so I made in the 20s then afterwards I now I I'm between the 15 first mm -hmm. and then they will cut like again for like the 10 and the five and then they choose one between those five and it's like basically on on, on vote like they, they they based on how many votes you get who are you up against other bakers in Canada or around North America yes I have one I think one is in Calgary uh, the other ones in US, like yeah, a lot of them are in US. Mm -hmm. They're not really in, in, in Canada. So the Great Bakes, I think, is like in North America, like not just in, in Canada. And there is a charitable component as well, isn't there? Yes, they, they support a um, hospital and a foundation that works with kids. Uh, they help kids with the cancer. $10,000 is the grand mm. prize. What would mm. you do with that money? You would open up, do you have yeah. a spot in mind already? You are looking for some like kitchens and some uh, spots because in Canada is different from Brazil. They have like a different laws and like, a, I'll say, uh, regulations that yes. we need to, to, to watch. And then yeah, we're already looking for kitchens and stuff because it was in our plan already. But you know, 10000 you can walk a little faster <laughs> to that. You must be pretty honored. To to be have been nominated for this. Yeah, and, and some friend of us that nominated us, and we don't know. <laughs> and then uh, it just got the the email saying like, oh, you were selected for the Grated Baker. And then they they explain the rules. And I think the end will be around February because they're doing these cuts. And then we keep like asking for votes and and stuff. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me, and I hope you enjoy the, the treats. <laughs> I guess maybe maybe we should probably try one. <laughs> one of these brigadeiros. Yes, brigadeiros. <laughs> okay, so this one, uh, it's chocolate. So obviously, yeah. I picked that one first. Yeah. And it's covered in describe chocolate it. sprinkles. Chocolate sprinkles, and yeah. basically, it's very soft. It's round. It's like yeah. a, a little ball. It looks like a rum ball. Yeah. Is Have you had a rum ball before? No. 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 Well, we got to get on that as our yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they like truffles, and um, we just bake with the Belgian chocolate, Calibo. What's very hard to find here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very soft, very sweet. Yeah, it's creamy, yeah. but not too sweet. Okay, good. <laughs> it's very creamy. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it almost has that caramely flavor to it. Yes, yes, because we need to to cook on the, um, on the pan, mm -hmm. so that process caramelizes the the sugar in the condensed milk. That sounds messy and sticky. Yeah. <laughs> and then you roll one by one um, by hand. We don't have machines that do that. So Is there a trick to rolling it? Um, you know, Are you not getting your hands completely stuck? Oh, no, no. That's why you need to know the right texture when you are cooking it. Otherwise, it's going to get sticky or too hard. Like It's a bit... Like and, and how do people find you in Devon? Oh, you have Instagram and you have a website too. Um, and then over there, they can message us and like do like place orders and stuff. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, no, Ingrid. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Ingrid Satori is the owner of Sartiz Sweets in Devon, and you can vote for her for Greatest Baker. You can go to greatestbaker.com.